I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. In a couple of weeks, we will be celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary. So in the next few weeks, not sure how many it's going to take, we're going to be going over 15-ish things we've learned about marriage. In this list that we're going over, it's in no particular order. Doesn't uh, have a, any sort of weight of, oh, number one is number one. We're not counting down. We're not counting up. It's, it's just uh, some, some random things. So what was number one, Trish? Put God in the center. Also, I do want to start off saying that we are not perfect. Our marriage isn't perfect. But we've learned a few things along the way. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to learn way more down the road than we've learned thus far, right? Right. And I think these are things that have helped us along the way to improve our marriage. So like Trish said, number one is put God in the center. So where do you want to start with that, Trish? Right. So number one would be put God at the center. And I think for us in our marriage, well, I think in just general, it's easy to get focused first on yourself and looking out for yourself as a individual. Right. And over the past 15 years, really 19 years that we've been together, I'd say that God has been, well, we've both been Christians longer than that. So it's been a, a point of not making it about ourselves, but also not just making it about our marriage, but making sure that we're centered on God as individuals and make a habit of going to church together and things like that as well. I think when I first got married, what I thought marriage would look like would be like the two of us doing Bible devotions together and praying together every night and having like a utopian kind of marriage. And the reality hit me hard that that wasn't the way it was going to be, at least especially in the very beginning when we were coming together in marriage at 20 years old and having our own maturing to do and growing up, we have evolved into having more of a stronger relationship with like where we pray together and stuff. But in the very beginning, it wasn't necessarily that way. And I think that was where I would find myself really frustrated. And I think I had to come to the point where I had to say, I need God to lead me and I need to not put Thaddeus in that place where he needs to be my like spiritual guide and helping me grow in my faith and all of that. But that's something I need to seek out for myself and continue to do, which I did before we were married and I did as a single person. But I thought when we got married, I could lay that down and not do my own studying of the word of God. And I thought it was something we had to do together. So that was something I think that was really hard for me to grapple with is that God needed to be the center of my life before he so he could be the center of our marriage. I wouldn't say I was expecting to have a, a family Bible study per se, but to do things together. And the thing is, is the way Trish does her devotions is different than the way I do. And when you're a young married couple, you don't necessarily understand each other's ways of going about those type of things. And so realizing it's okay to not just... Oh, hey, we're going to do this together right now. 
I think you definitely realized that before I did as far as it's okay for our faiths to grow individually and together where to me, I just thought our faith needed to grow together. And so I had a harder time with that. But I think for both of us learning to put God in the center of our marriage and praying for each other when times got rough was really important to do. So that was number one. Uh, Number two is learning to serve each other. So in that regard, something as silly as like doing the dishes. Yes. So when we first got married, we lived in a, an apartment and the apartment we lived in, it was, you know, for the money we were making, it was cheap. You know, it's very, very, I doubt the price for that apartment today is anywhere close to what we paid for it. Two bedroom apartment is pretty spacious, but it did not have a dishwasher. So it did not have a dishwasher. And neither one of us wanted to do the dishes. So we'd have like a battle royale standoff to see who would cave in first to do the dishes. And the dishes would mount up and get nasty because neither of us wanted to bless each other or whatever. We were both just looking out for our own good and didn't want to do the dishes. It was so stupid. And, and down the line, you know, we had kids, so now they do the dishes. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Have a child. But that, I still do a lot of dishes, just saying. But in all reality, like, we've found ways to serve each other in a matter of if it's household chores. I don't mind doing the laundry. It probably started from doing it in our apartment where we were on the third floor. There's no elevator, and especially once... Trish was pregnant with our first child and then having a baby and everything like that. It just got to the point of there's for her to make the trip up and down the stairs with all of our laundry just didn't seem feasible. So I started doing that and it's carried over to me. I was pretty much pregnant our first 10 years of marriage, pregnant or nursing. Yeah. And it carried (laughs) over to me doing it and really not mind. uh, I don't really mind doing it because it gives me a little bit of a, I try to do it on Sundays, especially during football season. So, all right, I'm going to go do laundry and watch football while I do it. I do think that we both just had to learn that we wanted to bless each other and we wanted to serve each other. And that is something that is easy to say and harder to do. Or at least for me, that's been easier to say and harder to do. But look for like little ways we can bless one another. I read a, a book early on in marriage that helped guide me to checking my own heart and I'm going to talk about it later in the podcast actually not this week but probably next week and it helped me to check my own heart to see where I was at with things and showed me that I'm the place I need to start like I can't change or affect what Thaddeus is doing but I the only thing I have control over is what I'm doing for number three we have hard times will come we found that out really early on when we miscarried and it was really hard on us and really hard on me and that was probably our first big bump in the road that we hit as no what was our first big bump in the road well I'd say our first big bump in the road is just financially sure got married young and for starters when we went on our honeymoon (laughs) I on my time off that you had to fill out on an actual piece of paper not digitally or anything. I didn't check a box to use my vacation time. And so 
the time off that we had didn't get paid for. And so right off the bat of our marriage coming, going to our honeymoon, coming back and then not getting paid what I thought I was going to get paid kind of put us in a hole to begin with. But money aside, what Trish was saying about miscarrying was definitely, I'd say harder, but the financial side of things was probably the first things that we, that we hit. And so when the hard times come, we've just had to learn that it were better when we're united. And that's also what, when we go back to number one, having God in the center, if we can pray together and unite together and pray over things, it does bring our heart, like putting our trust and our hope in God rather than each other. Even though I know Thaddeus a lot of times does put upon himself the financial stresses and stuff of of life and marriage and bills and all that. I've, you know, he pays all of them and always has. And, but I think coming together and unite in prayer is really important. Yeah. And it's definitely, well, it's financial or physical in a way of a miscarriage or anything. Definitely every marriage is going to have hard times and it, there's going to be cases of fighting because of those hard times, mm-hmm. getting upset with each other. Maybe you don't feel, maybe you feel on an Island, even though you're together. Right. So. Which brings us to number four. We learned to fight fair. And fighting fair, I guess to me, it's okay to be upset, but to listen to, to both sides and not just be totally on the offensive or totally on the defensive, but learning to communicate openly, whether it's frustrations or anything else that you're fighting about, but to, to give both parties the opportunity to speak their piece. And never use the D word. D word. Divorce. Yeah. Number five, which also goes along with fighting fair. And I think this is very important. And it's be careful who you open up to about your relationship. When Thaddeus and I were dating, his aunt had cautioned me that when we get in a fight, it's very important who I talk to about it. So that person... First of all, I don't go off and tell people all about our issues and dilute their perception of Thaddeus or vice versa, him and me. But I go to people who I know will love him and have his best interest and my best interest and is for our marriage. Because you're going to go and if you have marriage problems, you could go to the right wrong person and talk to them about a situation and they're just going to encourage you towards the D word and encourage you towards a decision that maybe isn't really the best at the time, but seems the most convenient. And I think it, it comes down to it not, I know we're talking about things in marriage, but even that's something that's very easily mm-hmm. just with friendships, working relationships, anything where if you can't resolve that one, one-to-one, who you're talking to and looking for counsel from, you don't want it to be somebody that's just going to go run their mouth. Right. Right. You don't want it to then stir up something else. Or change somebody's perception of somebody else. Right. I could talk to my children about Thaddeus and talk bad about him, but then all that is doing is it's filtering their perception of him in an unhealthy way. So if I need to talk to somebody it's best I go to somebody who I know I can trust that they have our best at heart, but also 
is going to give me wise advice. Marriage, there's and there's no shame in a, going to a marriage counselor at all. But I also think for us, a, a big thing for Thaddeus and I has been, I've been, I go to God, really, because nobody loves Thaddeus more than God, and God loves Thaddeus more than I ever could too. So, if I go to God about Thaddeus and about my frustrations and my issues and myself too. I know God's intention is for our marriage and he's for what, what he's joined together, not to have anybody separated. So going to God about things to me is the most important. I think the reason why I wanted to talk about these five this first week is because they were the five hardest ones for us to learn early on in marriage because we fought a lot in our early years of marriage and we had to learn that iron sharpens iron and we had to go through a lot of difficult times together early on. We say we fought a lot. Let's just be clear. We weren't getting the cops called on us or anything like that. And some of our fights were stupid fights. About the dishes. The dishes or, you know, I played too many video games or, or you know, I was in a band and maybe cared more about that than I should have at some times. Or I would want to run out and go places in the evening. You just want to stay home. And, you know, so there were, there were just silly things that we would have little tips about. And, um, I think that that's why I want to talk about these five things right up front because we want to be real. We, we want you guys to know that we been through hard things. We fight, we still fight. I, that he still made me mad a little today. Like just cause we've been married 15 years. It doesn't mean that we have, it figured out and it doesn't mean that we're not going to have fights down the road, but what we've learned that it it is worth sticking through when the hard times come. And my goal is in the next podcast where we talk about marriage is this one was more focused on like the hard times, but what I want to focus on now in the next few podcasts is about the beautiful side of marriage too. And you'll probably see over the next couple that, even though we're saying 15 things, they all kind of intertwine. Absolutely. Relate to each other. So it's not a black and white list of things. They kind of, we may have even touched on something we're going to talk about next week Mm -hmm. and what we talked about today because it all ties together. So that being said, I think we're going to leave it at these five today. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll see next week might be five, might be four, might be seven who knows we'll see how uh much we have to say about those five. Oh, i have a lot to say that being said if you enjoyed this we'd appreciate it if you would follow us on twitter follow on instagram um, share the podcast subscribe to the podcast and if you have any questions or comments feel free to leave comments uh if you're listening to this on our website we do have the comments open Otherwise, if you have something that you want to say to us, you feel free to email us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com. And we'll look forward to hearing from you. So until next week, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish, and we love you guys.